When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Today's episode, as you can see by the title, is the part two of my K-drama recommendation list starring Netflix. Today's episode hopefully won't be as long as the first part of this list. However, please head back a couple episodes to listen to the first part so that you can check out, you know, if there are any recommendations there you might want to start with. Okay, um, before we get started, let's do some quick housekeeping. I just wanted to let you all listening know that you can follow me on Instagram at Lola pops off about dramas so you can chat with me in the comments and the DMs over there. And also, given this epic episode topic, after listening to this, head over to my Instagram to hit me up for your very own personalized K-drama recommendation. Okay? Okay. So kind of challenge me there. I want to see if I can, you know, find something just right for you. Um and I'll look forward to hearing from you over there. Okay. Seriously. Let's jump into the recs. Today I have about nine dramas I will be recommending. As I noted in the first part of my Netflix K-drama recommendation episode, <laughs> oh, that's a mouthful. Um, these are currently found on Netflix. However, how long they'll stay on Netflix or if they are available in your country, I'm unsure about that. But these are also not Netflix originals, so hopefully you can find them elsewhere if Netflix isn't an option for you to watch these. I know that defeats the purpose of this list, but hey, you can find these dramas elsewhere, I promise. <laughs> and um, I might as well mention right now that I am saving my Netflix originals um, recommendations for their very own episode, which will probably be part three. And um, one more thing, <laughs> sorry, this is taking me so long to get started, but I also want to just preference this episode the same way I preference the first part of my recommendation list. And that is just to say that though these dramas may not be my personal favorite dramas, they are still highly recommended for someone. So at no point think that I am talking down or bad about a drama on this list when I have a critique about it or if I, you know, just say it wasn't my personal favorite. Just know that if it's on this list, it'll be enjoyed by someone and that's all that matters, <laughs> okay? So let's go ahead and jump right into the first drama on the list. And that drama is Signal. Signal is a 2016 crime drama. If you enjoy CSI-esque stories with detectives and police officers solving vicious cases, this might be the one for you. It's one that I personally enjoy despite the darkness and heaviness of this drama. So I will forewarn that there are some heavy disturbing topics in this drama. So if you can't handle that, 
it would be best to skip this one, <laughs> but it's such a wild ride. Anytime you have great acting and mystery and wonderful police partner chemistry, uh, then you really can't go wrong. The premise does have a unique element to it uh, where there are three detectives working together to solve cold cases, but one of the detectives is from the year 2000 and they communicate through a time warped, like time traveled walkie talkie. And honestly, that's how you know the acting must be superb because you have them spanning time, but also only interacting via walkie talkie and you still enjoy the chemistry between the actors. Um, so yes, this drama did amazing when it was um, airing and it was all everyone talked about while it was airing. The suspense and the intrigue is all there. It won Best Drama Awards that year and um, so many people are still waiting on season two. And I don't usually enjoy season twos of dramas, but I think this drama would be perfect for that if they decided to go about that. All right, so see how I'm moving nice and nice and quickly this this episode. I feel like the last one was just way too long, so I'm trying to be short and sweet with my kind of recommendations and keeping it moving. All right, I'm moving along. Next up is Dear My Friends. Dear My Friends is a comedy slice of life, feel good, but not too good because it's deep and will make you question what life is and what life can mean type of drama that aired in 2016. This is one where while I was laughing, I was also crying sort of drama. It tells the story of a lovely group of older women at the later stage of their lives um, who are dealing with this stage, um, you know, facing it. And it's a beautiful depiction of people facing that time in their lives and being able to position themselves as not just, you know, at the end just yet. <laughs> and I'm laughing, but it really is an emotional roller coaster kind of drama for, well, for me at least it was. I think it's a story that's not told often. And when it is, it's probably through the lens of something sadder or even a much younger character's perspective. But I think this drama allows for these older women and even older men to tell their own stories and that was respectful and, and it felt respectful and felt honest and real, especially considering the actresses and actors themselves, you know, obviously have their own perspective on these, you know, characters doing dealing with this time in their lives as they are also dealing with this time in their lives. Um, and so I definitely would recommend this drama for those who enjoy the life of life stories where, you know, day by day in a character's life just means you get more intimate details of these characters' emotions and reactions to everyday happenings. It's not a very quiet drama, surprisingly. It's quite lively, actually. And that really connects with the stories of these women because they're fireballs and funny and they can be grumpy and rude and so loving and also oh beautiful. So these just, you know, there's just so much good in this drama and it makes you appreciate life more after watching it. And you'll end up missing those characters after you finish. And also this drama is written by a powerhouse drama writer, um, No Hee Kyung, who, if you listen to my first part of my recommendations, also directed one of my 
other fave that winter the wind blows and she's also directed a few more of my faves actually that aren't currently on netflix so i'll save those for another day but she's an amazing writer and it only made sense that she would be the one to write such a beautiful beautiful drama but okay um we're gonna move on to let's move on to cheese in the trap I'm heavy sigh here. Okay, so where do I even begin with Cheese in the Trap? Okay, okay, let's think. Okay, Cheese in the Trap is a webtoon adaptation university drama that aired in 2016. It's hard for me to really recommend this drama honestly because there's there was something very weird that happened with the ending of this drama because of issues with the actors or something and the webtoon writer being dissatisfied with the drama or you know I can't really remember all the details but that's what I remember most about this drama the poor ending and you know the kind of you know, stuff that happened at the end. Um, But the premise of the drama is also a little questionable. (laughs) It's basically about this highly manipulative lead male character who also happens to be super charming and handsome and smart and rich, (laughs) but also very manipulative. And he's a spiteful little bug. And he's even manipulative towards his love interest, the main female you know, lead character, to the point where she is literally traumatized. And you may now be wondering why this is even on my list. <laughs> and I think there was something there that I did enjoy. And I, it, it, it might've been the second male lead and the main female lead's chemistry. And I, you know, and honestly, I think that's what made people so confused about the main love story because there was just almost no justification for why she would fall for the main male lead but yet she did spoiler alert sorry (laughs) but um yeah to just quote your your now curiosity because of this horrible quick review of the drama i think it's worth checking out (laughs) just to just to you know satisfy your curiosity um but brace yourself for the dark side of the main um male lead character but there's also a lot of good things there, <laughs> I know, surprisingly, um, as far as, you know, just university life, actually. So if you are in university or in college yourself, or you just like, you know, university dramas, this might be a good watch for you. <laughs> it might not be an easy watch. You might. Yeah, it might not be easy, but you might also enjoy it. So I'm going to put this on the list for curiosity's sake. You know, I think everyone should just check this out just to see what I, you know, maybe I was being too harsh on the drama. I don't know. So check it out and let me know your thoughts. Um, so next up is Chicago Typewriter. So Chicago Typewriter is from 2017. Um, and this one is a historical time travel, time slip reincarnation story that is so grand to say the least. It's so well done and crafted to the point where I feel like you could watch it all in one sitting as a movie. The fact that it depicts these three freedom fighters during Japan's forced occupation of Korea in the 1930s gives it this historical fiction grandeur that 
teleports you to this grim time in Korean history, but with this time machine being that of romance and art and music. It's an, it's just epic, I'm serious, as the Odyssey, because there's love and friendship and disloyalty and a liberation movement, and it spans decades. Um, so, you know, because of the but because of the time slip and reincarnation elements, it is a fantasy drama. But to me, there's something, you know, mythical about the story. That's kind of why I said it's like the Odyssey. <laughs> um, the characters themselves are exquisite and they captivate you to the point where they end up ripping your heart out multiple times throughout this drama. And this drama is really underrated, I think. Um, and I think it's mostly because of the uniqueness of this historical time period, um, one that to me isn't really popular in K-dramas. I know it's pretty popular, you know, in films in Korea, but it's not really to me portrayed that often in K-dramas. And then you mix it with it being, you know, towed in this fantastical manner. So I think many people were confused and like a little uncertain about it to even start start it, you know, to even watch it. But it's so well written and acted that even if you aren't a fan of historical fiction or fantasy or <laughs> the two combined, you will still fall in love with these characters and their friendship. I mean, at the base level, their friendship, it's just... Uh, like I said, it spans decades. <laughs> it's a tale of love, friendship, and freedom in more ways than the obvious, really. And I, you know, I definitely think this drama is worth a try. The beginning, though, might be a little slow. I feel like that was some people's reaction to the beginning of it. But you should definitely stick it out. All right. Okay. Ooh, I feel like we're moving right along. Is it just me? Um, I'm happy about this. Okay. So let's go to one of my absolute favorite dramas of all time. Um, this drama is called Because This Is My First Life. Because This Is My First Life is a romantic comedy contractual marriage drama <laughs> that aired in 2017. I can say Without a doubt, since it's airing in 2017, I've definitely rewatched this drama at least once a year. And I'm saying at least, so that means I can watch it multiple times a year. <laughs> and it's like one of my security blankets, really it is. Um, it's the kind of drama for me where I feel like it allows me to cuddle with it and feel warm and happy and safe and encouraged while watching it that you know it's and, and that is a very personal description of this drama but it's me giving you a little idea of how special this drama is to me even the title um, of the drama speaks to me it's that reminder of being who you are and loving who you are and allowing yourself to live life to the best of your ability because this is your first life or only life um yeah so it's a it's a love story but it does it backwards where you have the two young people in their 30s who are living very independent lives, somehow deciding for very mechanical and impersonal reasons to marry each other. And who doesn't love a good contract marriage story? Because I definitely do. <laughs> but the way this drama handles this contract marriage is very 
um, modern. It's very contemporary. It's very up to date, <laughs> up to date. It allows for the characters involved to create social commentary on the expectation to marry or to buy your own place and be able to afford that place and to work a career that you love and a career that, you know, also uses your degree. I mean, it's such a relatable drama for those in their mid-20s and 30s. And its commentary really makes you feel connected to these characters. And they're they're as... And then there's also some wonderful secondary characters who also have this critique on male-female relationships and even on society's expectation of women and men in the workplace. And you get to watch how these characters butt up against these societal expectations while, you know, also finding themselves and who they can be in a relationship by, you know, being their whole selves. So yes, (laughs) this is a beloved drama by yours truly. And I just think if you want to have some laughs and fall in love with characters who are inspiring mouthpieces for millennials, (laughs) then you will definitely enjoy this drama. So please, 10 out of 10, definitely recommend. Um, Definitely check it out and let me know what you think and if you have a similar kind of reaction to it, but it definitely is one of my little babies. So (laughs) don't be too harsh on it. (laughs) All right. um, So next... um, we have My Secret Romance. This is going to be a real, really quick uh, recommendation because it's not as serious as these other dramas on the list. So I think I can sum it up <laughs> really quickly why someone would want to watch it um, by just saying it's adorable <laughs> and the leads are so cute together. And it's a romance drama without a lot of drama. And that is always welcome to me. With this one, you don't have to take anything seriously. It's not going to force you to think too much. (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but I mean, it doesn't. And you get to just smile the entire time at the romance. And so, hey, why wouldn't you love that? Um, So that to me really is enough reason to recommend it. It's, and I'm sorry, this is really short and sweet, but the drama itself is really short and sweet. So It doesn't take a lot out of you to get through this one. I definitely, definitely recommend. Okay, okay. So if you're still with me, thank you for sticking it out thus far. (laughs) We are almost done, I promise. Um, We only have about three more dramas here to recommend. And next, I have for you another fan and personal favorite, Hello My Twenties or as I knew it before it was on Netflix, Age of Youth. Hello My Twenties is a slice of college age life drama from 2017 about a group of young girls living in a shared home. It's nothing um, like a share house. It's nothing but absolute joy (laughs) watching these five girls bond and grow together as they navigate their 20s. I think this drama is very similar to um, my other favorite because this is my first life and you probably could see a trend here Um, as it's the, you know, one that I feel like I can cuddle up with. (laughs) It's also super relatable and does 
that thing where it makes the characters interesting and so engaging that you start to look for yourself in them. And I swear you can find a little bit of yourself in at least one of the characters, um, if not all of them. <laughs> and that alone to me, you know, think it makes you fall in love with them. These characters, um, these girls, they are you or one of your friends or a girl you know. And that just pulls you in. And that's also why I like slice of lifestyle dramas or stories overall, because they do give you a chance to connect with characters easily because you are watching them do these everyday things that you can relate to, like going to school or working your part-time job or going on a date or even staying in on the weekend to clean, you know, the house with your housemates. <laughs> so you know, and to, honestly, I am aware that this may actually sound, you know, drab to someone else or boring, but this drama has quite a lot of tense and thrilling moments. There's, you know, some mystery and intrigue around some of the characters, and that lends itself to some unexpected moments that aren't that, you know, melodramatic or unrealistic when they happen. And that's amazing because that honors its slice of life feel. You think it should be dramatic or melodramatic, but it's not. It, it makes a lot of sense in the end. Um, and this drama, oh my goodness, is so funny. It's hilarious at times. I can think of right now moments where I laughed out loud at these girls. <laughs> they can be, you know, frenetic and hysterical at times, but, um, uh, that allows for some funny moments. And I promise you will laugh out loud at this drama at least once. Um, but you also will find moments where you're choked, you're getting choked up and you are crying. <laughs> and it's all wrapped up in these relatable common life experiences. Oh, it's a beautiful drama. If you want to laugh and cry and see a, you know, a little bit of yourself in a character, you should definitely check out this drama. Um, and yes, I'm going to make a note about this. This drama does have a second season and it's also on Netflix, but I am not recommending it necessarily um, because it did my one of my least favorite things um, in a second season of a show. And that is replace, uh, you know, an actress of um, the main character with another actress and you're supposed to just believe it's the same girl. No, like that doesn't work for me in a drama like this where the characters are, you know, someone you can relate to and connect with. So, you know, seeing a new actress just disrupts the drama watching experience for me. And honestly, that may just be me. That's just my opinion. So definitely check out the second season if you like the first season and you don't have any problems with a kind of like actress <laughs> switch in a main role. But, you know, again, just me, just my opinion. Um, all right. So moving right along, we have second to last recommendation. We're almost there, guys. Um, and that is the drama called The Guest. Um, I, for some reason, know this drama as The Priest, <laughs> but I don't know why I do. I feel like that's what I saw you know, it being called when it was airing, but I can't find that title now. So I don't know why I call it The Priest, but it is called actually The Guest. Um, the Guest is a 2018 horror, supernatural thriller drama that is terrifying, just flat out 
terrifying. Um, but it is so good at the same time. <laughs> I know I am not a fan of horror anymore. I, you know, back in the day, I could get down some horror films, but absolutely not now. Horror anything, I want nothing to do with it. Um, I avoid horror dramas, honestly, but I couldn't with this one. This drama was, it's so scary to me and I, I can't deny that. And I'm unsure of how I was able to even make it through it. I'm going to be honest with you um, because it deals with exorcisms and demons and religious imagery. There's like a ton of religious imagery in there. So um, yeah, this is not a drama for the faint of heart. <laughs> but the star of this drama is by far the priest character played by Kim J. Awuk. Um, most people may know him from Coffee Prince, but he plays this cynical priest, which is an interesting dichotomy in a, you know, in a person or in a character. He's, he isn't an inspirational priest to say the least, but he, um, you know, it, but that makes sense because all he deals with um, are demons and exercising them. So he sees a lot of evil and a lot of, you know, just evil in the world and that doesn't you know leave much hope in him but his portrayal of this type of character it's so captivating and he never lets you forget he's a priest but you also get so much more from him than that priesthood and that pulls you along this terrifying mystery the other two main characters are um, a psychic a psychic or a shaman um, and a police detective and this ragtag group of people are basically you know demon fighters <laughs> um, but the reason why they are each individually drawn to this fight is what makes you feel for these characters and makes this you know story uh, worthwhile um, honestly this drama is not funny at all it's dark and scary and violent and demonic and <laughs> definitely there's nothing but demons in it but you can't deny the acting and how well the story is written where you aren't you know it's a horror drama but you aren't just you know jumping every moment because of jump scares uh, instead you actually have this suspenseful story that you're following that you are super motivated to see through to the end so yes if you can deal with horror if you like horror this is definitely a great drama for you to um to check out all right okay we are actually at the end guys so um we are going to be ending with and this is just part two mind you there will be a whole nother episode where we will throw in tons of other dramas uh, but for this episode we are ending with my mister or as i you know used to call it all the time Ajashi. my uh, mister is a 2018 family drama and it's not a family drama in the weekend family drama sort of way but um in that it just deals with these three brothers and how they each in their middle ages um, are handling careers and family and marriage and relationships and then you also throw in a young woman who's not, you know, in her middle age, <laughs> but who has seen some really hard times and who's just trying to survive and barely surviving at that. And almost, you know, when you put her in relation to these older men, you start to see this kind of question of her looking at like, what's the point? You know, like you can see this question hanging in the drama 
where she doesn't know what to look forward to as she ages because of, you know, what these older men are getting, you know, older and they're middle aged and they're dealing with such hard things as well. So it's like, why are we even doing this? Um, so yes, it's a serious drama. There's not much laughter. Um, it's a quiet drama. It reminds me of Miss Singh, um, and the incomplete life. That is something I mentioned in the first part of my um, recommendation list in the last episode. And that drama, you know, and this drama, it's, you know, the quietness of those dramas that makes you go inward, you know, with yourself. And um, for this drama, you watch these characters struggle to handle all that's life given them. I mean, you can see the pressure of living um, for them. And the pressure is so palpable in the drama because the drama is quiet. So you can almost feel and hear and taste. I mean, seriously, this heaviness of life on these characters. And they all seem to me to move really slowly and they kind of all have their shoulders drooping. And when you start to see how they interact with each other, you luckily get to see them kind of lift their heads a little bit. Um, as they get to see each other and get to know each other and in time help each other. It's just, uh, it's a well-directed and acted drama. Uh, let's go, go ahead and give a shout out to IU, the singer who as an actress has been killing the game. And in this drama, she's almost unrecognizable. I mean, oh my gosh. If you think about her, if you are familiar with IU, the singer, hmm. That's not her in this drama at all. If you are familiar with IU and other dramas, again, unrecognizable. I mean, she's such a chameleon. I absolutely adore her, even musically. She's a great, she's just great. Artist, every way, every way, she's great. Um, but yeah, um, she has she does such a wonderful performance in this drama. But honestly, you could say that about everyone in this drama. It's just so good. And it was critically acclaimed. It won Best Drama Awards for the year. And I think, I, I even think in Korea, people called this drama like the life's work of these actors. Um, and so that's saying a lot to me about how well received this drama was. It's, um, it's a heavy one, this drama, but it's a drama that allows you to experience these pessimistic emotions about life in a way that's safe and forgiving and contained so that once you leave this trauma, you can do away with those thoughts about your own life. And to me, that's a very powerful thing for um, a piece of media to do for someone. And I have to say this drama definitely did that for me. And I think it did it for a lot of people. And I, so I think that's why it's so well loved um, and critically acclaimed. Um, but yeah, so we've made it to the end, guys. We're done. I am so happy that um, I was able to record this episode this week. I am a little slow with, you know, starting a new drama because the ones that I'm really looking forward to haven't started yet. So I was like, I think I can do a part two of my Netflix recommendations because I didn't have much um, to talk about as far as currently airing dramas. So I am really happy that you guys stuck around and made it through the end to, you know, of this part. And I want you guys to look forward to part three, where I'll dedicate time to just Netflix originals. And um, also don't forget if you made it to the end here and you're listening to this, 
head over to my Instagram, Lola Pops Off About Traumas, and message me. Seriously, DM me and, and, and ask me, you know, for your own personalized care drama recommendation. Um, I will more than happy, be more than happy to kind of challenge myself to think of something just for you um, based off of what you give me. So please do that. If you made it to the end of this episode and you're hearing me say this, please, please go, go bother me on Instagram. Um, but yes, I want you to look out for my, my next part, um, part three, Netflix originals, but also look out for, you know, some new dramas are starting next week and I'm super excited for them. So Oh, February is going to be a good month for me in K-dramas um, as far as the ones that are starting. And I have about three that I'm definitely looking forward to in this month. So I will try to do some reviews or I'll try to do, um, you know, um, I might, I mean, I might want to do some, you know, every episodes, uh, you know, do every week of reviews on each of the episodes. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be watching a lot and I hope you guys are going to be joining me for that. Um, But yeah, this is all for the episode. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.